0: And as I mentioned, we're going to bring in Joe Mulford. He's the president of Pine Technical Community College. I look back on my calendar and Joe and I have not talked since October, man. What has been going on with us?
1: I know. I was just saying when we were out on the break is that um, it's amazing. We've been through deer hunting, Thanksgiving, (laughs) the Super Bowl, Christmas, (laughs) New Year, start of spring semester, all these things since we've seen each other. So we probably have all kinds of fun stuff to talk about.
0: Many things to get caught up about. And maybe the week could start with what we were also talking about on the break because it'll get people up to speed. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, the college there has certain things they'd like to be able to do, mm-hmm. and it all comes down to money, like most most mm-hmm. things. Can you just kind of explain where things are at with the legislature? Because I know you've been intricately involved with that.
1: Yeah, so just a little bit of orientation. So, for if uh, you know, school districts like in Moore here, if you're going to build a new building, you do a referendum and it's a local vote. Um, we're a state agency, so the state of Minnesota, through the legislative process, appropriations, they call it, general obligation bonding, um, as it's referred to, uh, is how we get construction money. And so one of the things um, at Pine uh, Technical and Community College, we've consistently grown over the last few years. we have I always say we've been the fastest growing college in Minnesota in the last few years. We're still a small college. but um, And I think this year might be, depending on how we end the year, it might be our biggest year that we've ever been. And again, wow. we're still a small college and you get that feel. But we're continuing to add new programs and grow programs. And so one of the things that we need to do is we're trying to add on to our building to add some more uh, technical lab spaces. So it would include things like a new nursing simulation lab um, it would expand our welding lab, it, our gunsmithing program. That's a really that's huge. Yeah, by it the is. Way. Oh my goodness! And in they just need some different types of facilities and things like that to test fire firearms, you know, and and, and different things. Um, it would also uh, redo our automotive shop. So it's really around our core technical education programs, which are in such high demand and and have had strong enrollment. So. Um, I was mentioning again on the break that, uh, coincidentally, last night about 7 o'clock, the, the Minnesota House passed the bonding bill and then it moves to the Senate. It it sounds like there's going to be some more kind of you know maneuvering in the Senate before we see where that goes. The governor said he'll sign it. If that happens, and we're still optimistic it's going to, that they'll be able to work it out in the Senate, that would provide the resources for us to start the construction. It's about a $21.5 million addition to the building. So we're excited about that for the region so do you already have being a layman here everything kind of in place
0: otherwise you're just waiting for the funding or would the process start then with bids and all that
1: no it's a great question so in uh, the last bonding bill that was passed in the minnesota uh, legislature and signed by the governor at that time was in october of 2020 at that point we received our planning money and our for our architect so our plans outside of just the final construction documents are ready to go we've done all that over the last year and a half we were hoping we were going to receive the construction funding last um, spring. Generally or historically, when they give you planning money, that's just a cue to say we're going to support the whole project. We're just going to do this in phases, which was fine. Sure. And so we're ready to go. It's just a matter of you know getting this done. It's a little unfortunate because last year, of course, everything was a lot cheaper, and the prices are continuing to go up. But we'll um, we'll keep working hard. Um, it was qu- it was interesting because this the um, committee chair. Um, Representative Foo Lee from Minneapolis actually talked about Pine Tech last night in in his speech on the floor talked about how he when he was out looking at projects and the one they asked him what was some of the projects you remember the most and he talked about our project and how important it was to our campus and to our region so that's fun you know people from outside of our region recognize how important it is sure it's one thing
0: when you have a representatives from here Mm -hmm. but when they step up from a whole different area they've done a little research there and that means a lot and it also means that you're on the map you're doing some amazing things and that's being recognized
1: yeah and for us what we what we're hoping you know our goal is for the project is is really just to offer like in our welding program we have a one-year it's a certificate or diploma program I should say and we're gonna be able to add a second year of curriculum so if people want to go further and do more fabrication and things like that but we literally just don't have the floor space to do that right now we've taken our machine shop and we've brought in um, our automation robotics program and our applied engineering program uses that lab and so we took what you used to be a one program lab and we have three or four running out of there right now and it's just create some logistical challenges, but we're excited because once that lab's opened up, I think, again, um, it's going to be just a lot of new opportunities for students in our region.
0: Well, and the same with nursing. I know there's things that just, all we have to do is walk out our front door and go to some of these places, and you see the changes that have happened. Pine Tech has to be on the front end of all that so that these students coming out are able to go wherever they want to go in their lives for these jobs and be ready to go, and oftentimes they're ahead of the game for some of the locations and that's what this is all about is staying up with technology
1: it is and um, what I've explained to legislators or people that tour and and we talk about the project is you know if you use our machine shop as a great example is you know there's always more technology coming so now we've got all these uh, CNC turning centers you know they're a hundred thousand dollar piece of equipment they're the size of a Volkswagen they're they're huge huge. (laughs) But you can't get rid of the mills and the lays, the basic manual stuff that we were using 30 or 40 years ago, because that's how you have to start to build yourself up. And so as you think about our shop, it's not like you can bring in something new and get rid of two things that were nope. old. It's really hard to do that. So that's one of the challenges that we have is technology changes. And to your point, one of the the visions that we have is we should be a place that's helping businesses get technicians, in this case maybe in machining, that maybe you're going to bring new technology to the business. We're even ahead of them. And so that's, that's exciting to do it, but it... it takes space, and it takes equipment.
0: Sure, and you guys just keep working forward all the time. Well, we talked about it. It's been a while since we mm-hmm. chatted, so I know it's a lot to ask, but what has been going on, and what are we looking forward to here?
1: Well, I felt like I should have came in in a Hawaiian shirt or something, because it's spring break this week, <laughs> and so I should have, you know, been doing that. But unfortunately, I, I didn't, we're not on, you know, we are in spring break, the students are, but the rest of us are, are there and, and getting ready for the start of next week. But what that says is that's, that's really the middle of the semester, the turning point, you know, for the, the back half of the semester. So um, as we were mentioning earlier, time goes by so fast. Oh we're my already goodness. halfway through spring semester, and we'll be at graduation before you know it. And um, but it's also a busy time for a lot of the seniors and people that are thinking about next fall. Monday, our fall registration process opens up, oh. so you can start registering for both summer semester and uh, fall classes. We have a really we see a really large increase in the number of especially high school seniors and juniors that are coming in that are starting to think about what they're going to do and 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 still taking tours, and so that's that's fun to see and 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 do. But um, you know, I think. Seniors are starting to also see like, hey, this is you know, this winter sports seasons are coming to a close. We're getting to the state tournament time, and so we got to start thinking about what we're doing next.
0: What's the next step? Well, and I also think about um, you know, students need to know that they can afford to go to Pine Technical mm-hmm. College. I think that's something to touch on almost every time you come in because mm-hmm. that can be a barrier for some students. And Pine Tech, if you don't realize it, has some wonderful resources available from scholarships, etc. Joe, you have to touch on that for us.
1: Yeah, I will, and that also um, aligns with our the start of registration for fall. We also our scholar, fall scholarship season kicks off. We do it at the same day, so Monday you can start applying for scholarships. We do some early rounds, so people have a pretty good sense on whether the, what they're going to get. And and um, some of our scholarships have uh, you know are predetermined. So as an example, um, anybody that graduates from Mora High School that is eligible for the free or reduced lunch program can do two years of. Free College at Pine. Um, I just recently, this winter, that's one of the things we've been doing. We've had a significant donor from the Twin Cities area that had a local connection that supported Mora specifically and awesome. where we are today. Um, but across the region, um, the Dennis Franzen scholarship program that's been talked about and, and written about quite a bit. So for students from Bram Rush City, uh, Pine City, again, they can do two years at our college for free, you know, any of the career tech ed programs. Um, Pine County has been paying for any of the remaining high school or homeschooled students in Pine Pine County. Uh, again, two years free at Pine Technical and Community College. So within our region, there's just a vast amount of that. For people that are 25 and don't, you know, are just graduated from high school, we also have a significant amount of scholarships available to students. Um, and so if you didn't get any scholarship or any of that kind of stuff and you were just going to pay, our, our college would cost you about $5,500 a year is what tuition would be. So, you know, if you go through the RN program, it takes you a couple of years some of the others, um, and so we do $1,200 scholarships. We've got some other $2,500 scholarships that are legislatively funded, so we we like to tell people there's a scholarship for everybody. I mean, you have to go through the process, but sure. we try to keep that simple as well.
0: Yeah, and it's you just don't want that to be the barrier when, when someone's mm-hmm. interested in going to school, whether they're my age or much, much younger. I mean, you mm-hmm. guys run the gamut, because I know especially the gunsmithing, has really brought a lot of folks, when I was uh, going through for a little tour, this was a, a year ago in the summer, but when, when I went through, there were they were having the program, and there were guys easily probably my age or your age mm-hmm. that were there doing that because it was kind of like a, a second opportunity, mm-hmm.
1: you know, a retirement plan, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had um, quite a few students that had a military career, you know, and still get out after 20. And so they're still sure. very young, or they maybe um, did something else and their body just didn't hold up like they wanted to. And so this is something that they could see themselves doing, you know, well through retirement or late into their careers. Um, we've had people that have retired from the state of Minnesota that worked in the, I met one gentleman that graduated a couple years ago, he worked in the finance department at the state of Minnesota. But he's like, he had to do that to, 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 you know, help his Make family and, right. and, you know, have a real job and do all those mm-hmm. things. And then he finally decided, you know, I'm going to do something for myself. And he was in that position, came back to school for a couple years, had a great time and, and is off, you know, has his own gunsmithing shop now.
0: Yeah. And it's so neat. And that's, uh, again, the segue off. So I end up doing a show with, of course, Todd Schoberg and it's all, it's called Your Safe Money Show. And the reason I bring that up is we talk about retirement planning mm-hmm. all the time and how people today, more so than ever, they might want to retire from just what you said, from what they had been doing, but maybe they always had a desire to do X, Y, or Z, and here is an opportunity to go and do that, and it's affordable, and it's it's something that don't stop, keep going, have purpose every day, and retirement can be that. So I just wanted you to know it's really all age groups at
1: Pine Tech. Yeah, and one of the things that we see, I think, with students that pe- or people realize when they come back to um, is that... You know, going back to college isn't, you know, move away from home five days a week, you know, all this homework. A lot of it is, especially in those lab based courses, it's going to feel pretty similar to a job maybe somebody had where you're going to come over and you're going to work in the labs or you're going to learn to weld or whatever that might be. Um, And, again, people use it for artistic reasons. They do do all kinds of things with it. But you might be over there two or three days a week for kind of longer days, and then there's no classes for you on Thursday and Fridays. Or you're doing an online class, you know, coupled with that. Our construction program, um, as coincidentally – it also is i think they're there like a day and a half and they're you know it's a heavy lab days that's just a good way to run it where they're all in on those days and then they've got a couple online classes and so it's really manageable they can work and do other things on on top of that
0: i wanted to ask you this and i'm i'm putting you on the spot a little bit here but i know a million years ago when i went to brown institute they had a program where it was pretty much we're going to help you find a job when the time comes because radio was kind of oddball kind of hard to go out and find a job so they had resources there does pine tech have some of those kind of things available for the various courses that are offered
1: yeah um we do so most of the career services that we're going to provide some of it's going to be done and we have a course as an example that that most many students take that's a college success course and they learn to write a resume and do some of that stuff in there and do some basic career planning Um, we also have resources where we You know, we get inundated with job opportunities for our students, and so we post them and put them out there. But I will tell you, I think the best jobs come through the faculty. I think they know the industries. We have a lot of, you know, I guess in a a business sense, repeat buyers. You know, we have a lot of companies. Like our cybersecurity technicians – we have a pipeline into the, a lot of medical device companies in the Twin Cities tend to hire a lot of our graduates. And they've okay. built that relationship. They pay great. They're good opportunities for our students. Um, and they like they like our grads. So they're up here and just about anybody that graduates probably can get started with with one of those firms. And then there's just some more organic stuff that happens as people come in or, or maybe somebody even that's got a secondary affiliation with the college that's looking for technicians or, you know, nurses and, and some of those folks, you know, there's just those are pretty established, you know mm-hmm. where, where you're going to go sure. go do that. But so it's a little bit all over the board um, at Pine. Yeah, it's just the availability is so cool, and those
0: connections that we make are some of the best ones you can have for sure. Well, Joe, before I I let you get on with the rest of your mm-hmm. day, is there anything else? Because we're going to make another date here sooner. I'm going to get a hold of
1: Heather. We're not
0: we're not going to go so long in between chatting. <laughs> we will do that. Um,
1: so just we've talked about a couple things, but you know a few other ones that are going on is we have our uh, gun show, which is actually our largest event of the year. So it's open to the public. That's um, April first and second. So it's Saturday Sunday. Okay. Um, I, you know i don't know how many vendors are there it's it's amazing when I first started at the college i I just had never seen anything like it i mean our auto shop there's there's stuff you didn't even know you needed that, that's there <laughs> bayonets and you know paperweight hand grenades and firearms and all kinds of just you know memorabilia things and stuff that they that they sell and uh, and broker there so it's always a fun weekend and, and a lot of interesting things just to go see um, I also want to p- um, just recognize too, our cyber defense team which i was just talking about our cyber security program recently competed. They've. There's a big statewide competition. They finished third in the state and went on to regionals. Unfortunately, didn't make it to nationals out of regionals. They did a few years ago. This year's team didn't. Um, but they've been highly competitive. We have a really, really good cyber defense uh, instructor and program, and, and they're competing against anybody in the state. And that competition includes Big Ten schools, universities, wow. okay. and so our students are going head-to-head with people all over the place. So, um, And then I just would encourage people, too, if you haven't checked us out, check us out again. There's always Always new stuff, our continuing adding and customized training division. If it's, you know, you're building contractor's license, boiler operator licenses, those kind of things we're always doing. Yeah, and it's nice to
0: know that because sometimes it's like, where is the availability? And actually, it's right in our backyard mm-hmm. at Pine Technical Community College. Well, Joe Mulford, it's a pleasure, my dear. Glad to see you. You're looking good.
1: Well, thank you. Good to be back.